Hello, my loves, and welcome to Shots of Serenity, where you can find dope conversations and a peace of mind. This podcast is not meant to be a replacement for counseling or psychotherapy. I encourage each and every one of you to seek out a licensed helping professional as you see fit. This podcast was established as a safe space to continue the conversation of mental health and all of its manifestations. Now, let's get into it. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Shots of Serenity podcast. I am your host, Jasmine St. John, and this is a beautiful space to land where we welcome peace and love into our lives through mindfulness, soul care, and self-exploration. So if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for joining our podcast today. If you are a returning listener, thank you, love. Thank you for the support. We greatly appreciate it. No matter if this is your first time or not, we love to open up the episode by asking, how are you genuinely doing? We like to take time to hold space for you to identify what's coming up for me. What have I been experiencing and how is that making me feel? Releasing any judgment, releasing the need to minimize your experience, but really holding space for your thoughts, your emotions, and your feelings. So this week's episode is going to be a quick episode as I wanted to provide a practice for anxiety. This is a practice that I've done for myself, that I've worked through with my clients, and In no way is this a form or an exchange for therapy. No way is this a quick fix, but a tool. So if you don't know, anxiety is a normal thing. We all experience anxiety. A very nice, simple example that I use all the time, no matter who I'm talking to, is anxiety about a test, right? If I have a test coming up next week, I'm going to have feelings of worry about it. I'm going to feel anxious about the exam. And I can either use that anxiety to make me feel reassured by going and studying, preparing, gaining all my tools, speaking to other people who've already taken the exam, um, and really prepare for this exam because I'm worried about my success. Or this anxiety can stress me out and make me feel so overwhelmed that all I do is simply fear about the exam. I continuously have ruminating thoughts about the exam. Um, I'm not speaking life into myself. I already feel like I'm going to fail and I have no room to study or to prepare for the exam allowing me to inevitably actually fail the exam because instead of putting my focus on preparing and studying, I was just worrying about it the whole time. And so again, anxiety is something that we all go through. Anxiety can become so crippling, so overwhelming, where it may be impacting our social life, our mental health, um, our work performance, our ability to show up in spaces, fear of certain specific things. And those can be exacerbated so much 
where they fall under an anxiety disorder diagnosis, whether that's generalized anxiety, um, social anxiety, um, a phobia, a panic attack disorder, whatever the case may be. So again, anxiety is fear of the unknown. It's excessive worry. You know, there are so many ways that anxiety can manifest. So again, we're not, this is not a crash course on anxiety, but I do like to provide a practice because no matter what way this may be showing up for you, I think this practice could be cool. So many times when we experience anxiety, we get that ruminating thought piece where we're constantly thinking about a thought that then translates into another thought and then goes into another thought. And next thing you know, we have a whole chronic illness. <laughs> and I'm laughing, but some that's really how it is sometimes, right? And so if we go back to the exam example, where we are fearful of this exam and the outcome of the exam, maybe there's thoughts about, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. Um, I never get anything right. I'm not going to be able to be a doctor. My parents aren't going to love me anymore. I'm going to live on the streets. I'm just not going to have a great life. This practice, I would like for us all or for, you know, you, whoever, um, when you're engaging in this practice to write all of those things down, write all of the thoughts down, write the fact that you're a failure Write that your parents aren't going to love you and really write it down into bullet points. After you write that down, I want you to work them out like a problem, right? So if the first one is I'm a failure, what is the supporting evidence that you're a failure? If you're taking this exam, this means you're in school or you have the credentials and the prerequisites to even qualify to take this exam. Failures don't do that. Failures don't get to that step. If you're a failure, that means you've never succeeded anything in life. You're able to rule out the fact that you are not a true failure. We're scratching that thought off because there's no evidence there. Maybe the next one is that your parents are going to hate you. Do you know that for sure? Is your parents' love... Or is your parents' love for you based on an exam? Is that realistic? Have your parents told you that they are not going to love you? We're going to rule that out. If I don't pass this exam, I'm not going to become a doctor. Is this the only time that you get to take this exam? Is this a one and done thing? Is this the only way? Is this the only way, the only moment for you to pass this exam? Most of the time, when people are taking exams, you have a couple of chances to keep trying again. Now, I know with some exams, you may have like five tries within a year span, and you may have to wait a year or a couple of months, but you have the opportunity to take it over and over and over again until you pass it. So the thought of you not being a doctor, is that true? Do you have the opportunity to take this exam again? If that is the case, we're exiting off, we're exiting off that thought because there's no truth there. Maybe the next thought is, oh my God, I'm so stressed. If I take this, if I don't pass this exam, I got to take it again. Is this true? Is there validity there? 
This one, maybe. Yes, if you don't take the exam, you may, if you don't pass the exam, excuse me, you may have to take it again. We can work through that. That's fine. We get a second opportunity. We get a second chance. We don't have to X, X this out. However, this is, this is not the end all be all. And then if we really want to go there, do you have to take the exam again? Is anyone putting a gun to your head and telling you that you have to pass this exam and you have to be a doctor? Is there a space that you can change the trajectory of your career? Obviously, that is not ideal, but the whole point of going through these thoughts is to find the truth in these thoughts. And because, again, when we have anxiety, when we're feeling overwhelmed, when we're having a lot of fear, a lot of thoughts come out of nowhere that don't have truth, that do not honor who we truly are. And so working through these thoughts like a problem allows our brain and our mind to say, you know what, this is a thought. I'm not invalidating this thought. It is possible, but is it probable? Do we have evidence for this? And so the whole point of this is when we're actually able to see these thoughts, see these cognitions, crossing them out is also an indicator in our mind that we can release them. There's no truth here. This is not mine and it does not serve me in this moment. And so remembering this is not a quick fix. Sometimes we may have to do this over and over again. And with this exercise, at first, I definitely invite you to write it down so you can visually see it. But after a while, maybe you simply do this exercise out loud or in your mind. And in therapy, it's called cognitive reframing. So maybe you're saying like, oh, I'm not a good person. And this is normally, this is more so towards negative cognitions, not only towards anxiety. Um, but an example, if I feel like I'm, a, if I just say, oh, I'm such an ugly person. I hate my hair. I hate this. You take the time to notice what you're saying and challenge that thought. I'm actually a beautiful young woman. I love my hair. And you know what? I feel like switching it up, so I'm going to make the choice to do so. And that way we take our power back. With this anxiety practice, you're allowed to take your power back. You're also able to really highlight and identify what are the things that you're thinking and that you're telling yourself and how helpful is it in this moment. So the practices, writing down the thought, identifying the thought, holding space for the thought and working through the problem or working it through as if it is a problem. Xing it out if there's no validity. Exit out if there is no supporting evidence and no facts there. Release it and go through the next one. What is the truth here? Is this the only option? No. All right, release it. And the last thing that I want to say is if there is an ability to fight the fear with preparation, I invite you to do so. As we mentioned, anxiety is fear and worry about the future. Can you prepare for the future to not only minimize the feelings of anxiousness, but also maximize your future? Allow that thought to have no purpose because you've already prepared and you're going to succeed. Allow that thought to have no validity and no space in your life because you've already prepared and you are ready to conquer and to win that battle. Allow yourself to be prepared and you've already won. You've already passed the test. 
So I really wanted to share this with you guys because I find myself talking about this um, not only in my personal life with my partner, I have to do this with myself sometimes, but also with my clients. And as mentioned, anxiety is a normal, natural part of life. Sometimes we describe anxiety about fear of the future and depression about stagnation in the past and ruminating thoughts about the past. So with the fear of the future, of course, y'all know, I don't think I can go through one episode without (laughs) talking about mindfulness and grounding yourself. I was almost there. Um, But another practice, of course, is presence, being present in this moment. This exam is on the 30th. Today is the 2nd. I have time to prepare today. I'm going to do something to prepare for that exam. Today, I'm going to nourish my body so that way I'm ready for my study block. Today, I'm going to hone in on what my professor is saying, and hopefully this is going to help me for my exam. Today, I'm not going to stress about the 30th because I got about 28 more days until then. So I don't want those 28 days to pass me by. I want to be present. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know if you like episodes like this. I feel like this is the first time I've done an episode like this where it's one specific practice. But anywho, I hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing week. Please be safe and I'll see you guys next episode. Namaste. Hey y'all, so I definitely have been missing the quotes of the week, (laughs) our last few episodes, but this week's quote is from a Swedish proverb. That says, worry often gives a small thing a big shadow. Of course, take what you need from it. Leave what you don't. I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hello, loves. Y'all, we created a wellness scorecard, which I'm really excited about because you guys know I love play. And I think this brought wellness, mindfulness, and soul care throughout the days in a playful way. So we have about 10 items on this scorecard and we left a couple of spaces blank for you to add anything else that you want on this scorecard. So this scorecard consists of some meditation, some motivational content, reflections, holding space for your emotions, stretching, breath work, and more. And the whole point of this is for us to, because I'm going to be doing this too, check off each day which one of these things that you've engaged in and give yourself some points towards them. The thing that we left off is allowing yourself to create some type of incentive for this. So maybe for example, throughout the week you have or throughout the day you may have anywhere from I don't know five to ten points and ten points is your goal and if you receive ten points a day or maybe even ten points a week however you decide to design this for yourself we wanted to make sure it had a lot of wiggle room and flexibility so if you get 10 points a day maybe you gift yourself an extra self-care opportunity maybe you gift yourself a new book maybe you gift yourself and your family a new date whatever it is 
is. I invite you to play with it, have fun with it. And that was the whole point of this, right? So be sure to click the link in our description as well as connect with us on social media because we will have this linked all the time. Um, This audio would be throughout our next couple of episodes to remind you guys of this very exciting way that we decided to approach our daily practices. So I hope you guys enjoy. Please tag us. Please let me know how you feel about it. Please let me know if there's anything you guys want to add for maybe another volume. Super, super excited. Love you guys. Enjoy. Thank you, my loves, for taking the time out to listen and join the conversation. I really hope you all enjoyed it. Please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. If you've done so already and you like the vibes, be sure to write a review wherever you're listening to Shots of Serenity. It truly helps. Also, feel free to email or DM us with any recommendations, questions, comments, or concerns. Our email is shotsofserenity at gmail.com. Our Instagram is shotsofserenity underscore and those are all spelled the exact same way it is spelled on our podcast. I'll see you guys next episode. Thanks again for listening. Peace and blessings to you all and your families. And I hope you all have an amazing week. Bye-bye.